Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I am joined by the love of my life, Mr. Van Dyke. (laughs) Caleb, baby, welcome to Weekly Trash. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Are you nervous? I am nervous. I've never done a podcast. I don't particularly enjoy talking about myself. No, you don't. And so this seems like the perfect place for me to be (laughs) right now. Yeah. Here, maybe when you talk, don't turn that way because then we can't hear you as well. Podcast tip. Okay. Perfect. Um, Yeah, you're more of a quiet soft-spoken guy and I am the loud the loud one and sometimes I talk for you or I talk over you and I'm going to try not to do that but if you don't talk a lot then I'm going to have to do that feel free to interject whenever you need okay I will well everyone wants to get to know you babe so let's get down to business let's do a dumpster deep dive into who Kayla Van Dyke is okay bring it closer to you you're not being very loud is this good (laughs) that's perfect okay Okay. where did you grow up i grew up in cedar hills utah and where did you go to high school (laughs) (laughs) i went to lone peak high school oh yeah go knights it's good school it was i enjoyed it were you a good student i was a good student in high school did you play any sports i I thought I was going to be asking the questions. No, 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 no. I'm asking the questions. Everyone wants to get to know you. You did play sports. You played football. I played football and lacrosse. And lacrosse. And you also worked at Wendy's. I worked at Wendy's. And you flipped burgers, made French fries, stirred up some orders, frosties. Collected payments. You were a star employee. Did they have employee of the month at Wendy's? No. No. They didn't. That's too bad. I just kind of worked from 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. <laughs> to 2 a.m. Wait, on school nights? Yeah. It wow. was crazy. And you got a 4.0? Mm, almost. I think I have one B+. Plus. So you're a smart guy, for those who don't know. You're extremely intelligent, and you don't even try. Do you feel like it comes easy to you? School? Yeah. Well, I only went to high school, so... Well, no, that's yeah, not true. School. You went to college for a minute. I went to college for a moment. We'll get there, though. We're not there yet. You're skipping over lots of parts. Lots of parts, babe. Tell me about your family. <laughs> <laughs> my family. I have... My father is Blair, and my mother is Katie. <laughs> Katie I Nana. have seven. I have six brothers and sisters, and I'm with me, there's seven of us. And you are the second oldest. I'm the second oldest. And you you loved having a big family? It was fun. There was was always something to hang out with. But we're not going to have seven kids. No, I don't know how they did it. How did they do it? I don't know how they did it. I ask myself that every single day. We were just trying to put three kids to bed, and can you imagine seven? No, that's crazy. Yeah, no, it's nuts. Did... Did you want to have seven kids at any point growing up? Were you like, I want to have a lot of babies like my parents? Um, no, but I enjoyed having brothers and sisters around. So maybe a three is a great number. Three is a great number. 
Three is a great number. We're probably done. If we're done, it's okay. Yeah, that's great. So you served a mission. You served your mission in Honduras. And for those who don't know Honduras, can you tell us what Honduras is like? Honduras, at least when I was there, is the murder capital of the world. Yeah, it was very scary. So I saw, it was pretty crazy. You it didn't feel crazy while I was there. Did You spoke Spanish, which I know. Mm-hmm. And you tell me, tell the story about when you first got there and you didn't know any Spanish yet. And you're, who was it? You're the, not, was it your companion? You were walking down the alley and the guy said something in Spanish. Well, now I'm telling the whole story. Do you not remember? Fun I fact remember. about Caleb, he has a really bad memory. I remember. It was just, we were, I, I was maybe, I was brand new, didn't know any Spanish, walking down in the middle of that nighttime, walking down the street, and a guy sitting kind of on the curb kind of yelled over to us, and my companion, my trainer, just grabbed my arm and we started running, and we just ran for a while, and I just confused. I have no idea what's going on. Because for all I know, he just asked me to get baptized, and now we're running away from him. Yeah. But so we run a little bit, and then my companion in the little English that he knew told me that the guy had asked, how many bullets does it take to kill a Mormon? And how many does it take? Probably just the one. Probably just one. That's terrifying. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad you made it. But you had a lot of scary stories. Very scary. I would not want Brooks or Banks to go to Honduras. They would be fine, though. No, I don't. I Honestly, I don't want them to go on a mission. Well, whatever they want to do. I would. I think I would cry my eyes out if, I, if they went to Honduras, though. And your brother, your youngest brother's in Honduras right now. Yeah. But that's the thing. When I was there, it, didn't, it wasn't scary. How is that not scary? I don't know. It was it was fine. It wasn't until after I got home, looking back on everything, it was like, oh, that's kind of crazy. It was really crazy. But when I was there, it was just fine. And what did you eat? Because you lost a lot of freaking weight when you were in Honduras. Yeah. How was, much were you when you left? I probably weighed two forty-five or two fifty when I left. I got home. I weighed 180 pounds. That's crazy. What did you eat? Just the normal beans and rice and tortillas. You and love, you walk everywhere and it's really hot. So. You love tortillas, though. Tortillas are your favorite. Not anymore, though, because you're keto. Yeah. Ketosis. I've been eating keto for over a year now. Yeah, you're a professional keto man. So you get back from your mission, you go to the good old UVU, and you play lacrosse there. You're a UVU lacrosse guy. So why didn't you graduate? Because I got my bell rung a couple few many times. Hmm. What does that mean? That means I got hit in the head. Quite a lot. Oh. And I struggled. Oh. And then I quit. Oh. Is that what you want to hear? No, I quit. I, 
I thought I thought it was because you just decided you want to do real estate. Well, that too. That too. But you did have a, a mixture of both. You had had a lot of concussions. Yeah, I had a lot of concussions. When we were dating, I remember we went to doctor's appointments and you were having a couple of like episodes where you just weren't feeling like yourself at all because of all of it. Yeah, it was weird times. And then just recently when you went and got glasses, what did the doctor tell you? Yeah, so I turned 30 and I lost my eyesight, as you do as one gets older. Yeah, you haven't always worn glasses. Everyone comments on your Oakley glasses and they're new. Oh, and that's funny because you didn't go to the eye doctor appointment with me. No, I did not. And so when it, and I didn't know that it was going to be time to actually choose the glasses. I just thought we were kind of checking it out. And then it came time to choose glasses and you weren't there and I panicked. And so these Oakleys are just, I've always worn the same yeah, like your sunglasses. sunglasses forever. I like them. And so I just got them. I panicked and I got them. Well, they look good. I like them. Do you like them? I like them. Somebody made a comment. Do you like his Oakley sunglasses? That was one of the questions. As if oh, like, yeah, as if they right. don't like it. As if I shouldn't like them. I think they're cool. I think you look hot. Well, I've got a big face. You have a I've big got a big face. head. You have big face, big head. So, big nose. You need a big. I've got a Van Dyke nose. The Van Dyke so we're famous nose. for our noses. Grandma Arlene, we love your nose. Um, but yeah, so I panicked and I chose the Oakleys. But in the the appointment appointment, it was interesting because he scanned my. They took a picture of my eyeballs. And the eye doctor was, he pointed out this cloudy thing in my eye. And he said, oh, were you in a, like, have you been in a really bad car accident? I was like, well, no, I've never been in a really bad car accident. And he said, oh, well, like, have you been hit in the head? Like, it would just be one event hitting the head really hard. And I was like, oh, I took a lacrosse ball off my dome And he said, yeah, that could probably do it. Yeah. So that was interesting. So yeah, it definitely caused some serious damage, that lacrosse. Yeah, maybe not worth it. Should be, though. Would we want our boys to play lacrosse? If they want to. Probably just golf. Okay, so let's talk about golf. Golf? Let's talk about golf because people are outraged by the fact that you went golfing and left me. The internet needs to chill out. Left me with our children to go golf. What is it about golf? When did the golf start? Because I don't even know when it started. It just happened. One second, all of a sudden, you were a golfer. I feel like you always had golf clubs, but you never golfed. And then all of a sudden, it it just changed. When was it? I don't even know. Well, I've been I've been golfing. For several years now. Several? Yeah. But not to the extent that you are now. I would say the last two years, two, three years. We've been married seven together for eight. I don't think you golfed once when we were dating. No, no. It started after that. Yeah. How? Why? Who, who do I have to kill? I don't know, but I'm going low. 
what is it about golf? It's fun. It's honestly the one thing, it's the one thing that takes my mind off of all the stressors in my life. Am I a stressor? No. Okay. Work. Work. It's the one thing where I can go out. And you don't think about it. And I don't think about. It's just a, it's a good break. It's a long break. It's the group in front of us. That's always what they say. The group in front of us is slow. The, it's the group in front of us. I don't buy it. I don't believe you. It is. Well, for everyone that's so concerned about your golfing, I truly don't care that much. Um, if you if you didn't know, I'm very sarcastic, as is Caleb. And I really don't mind that you golf that much. I just like to poke fun and make fun. I do mind, though. I did that mind. That particular occasion, I that was a mistake. Correct. On my part. Correct. And you apologize. And I apologize. You did. Apo- I didn't talk to you for like an hour. Is it going to happen again? No. Probably. No. Just kidding. It's not going to happen no, it again. It won't happen again. It won't happen again. But. Because that occasion was not planned. Yes. Correct. But what the people on the internet need to understand is I don't have a regular job. Yeah. My rela- My job, it's centric on relationships. Uh-huh. Networking. And I can go out with people that enjoy golf. Golf. As much as I enjoy golf. And we just hang out, and that's the best place. That's the the best best place. place. It's hot, though. Yeah, right now it is. And you're so tan. You have the worst farmer's tan right now, and I am pasty white. Yeah, the farmer tan is tough, but. Like, you, you are so dark right now. I'm very jealous. I'm not jealous of the tan lines, though, but I'm jealous. But, yeah, golf, not my favorite thing that you took up, but it's okay. It's, sad. it's it's a compromise. I want you to have things that you enjoy to do, so that's great. And then what should my thing be? You can have whatever you want. See, that's what I try to tell people. You, you're so carefree, you don't care. I could I could tell you I was going to the spa for five hours, and you'd be like, great. I hope you go. Yeah. Because it's good for you. Thank you. I will go. That's the thing. We're all just trying our best, aren't we? We're all just trying our best, aren't we? Um. Okay. What? I am swinging it well. What? What's your golf score? Is it a score? Really good. Really good. Really good. Like trending. Like a ninety. No. 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 We're, we'll be. We'll break par here. What's break par? I don't know golf. I don't know golf. How are you saying it? I'll be breaking par here. What does that mean? In the next little bit. What does that mean? Like it, every hole is like it's a par three, right? Par four, par five. So if you if you hit, if you if you get the ball in the hole in three shots or four shots or five shots, right? But what par. does that add up to? Usually seventy to seventy-two. Usually. Oh, that's way better than ninety. Yeah, we're trending. Okay. I just saw that one video you sent me of that one guy. What's his name? Barstools? I don't know. You don't know his name? Ricky? What? 
the guy, the video you sent. Jersey Jerry? Jersey Jerry. He, he doesn't was, golf. He's, he, but you sent me a video of him starting to golf. He's trying to golf, and yeah. he said he got 90, and I didn't know if that was like your level or not. That's fine. That's fine? That's fine. For right. an amateur golfer. So you're not amateur. You're. I am an amateur golfer, yeah. Okay. DJ Khaled is my swing coach. Okay. Well, I love it. Well, let's see. What are the questions? It's really weird interviewing you because I know everything about you. But next question. What was your first impression when you met me? Should we tell the story? What story? How we met. Do you do you remember it the way I remember it? How do you remember it? I remember it. I messaged you on Tinder. Sure. We matched. And I messaged you and I said, hey, you get your friends and I'll get my friends and we'll all make out. Right. And then you responded and said, that sounds cool, but I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> and then Ethan, your roommate slash ex-companion, not ex-companion, just past companion on your mission, said he he wanted to see the girls, so to invite us over. And that's why you invited us over. Yeah, that's about how. So when I walked through the door, I sat down. It was kind of awkward because we didn't know anybody. We didn't know each other. Yeah, really awkward. And then I just said, so are we going to go make out or what? And then you said, do you want to go stargazing? I just got a new truck. Yeah. Am I, is this all ringing a bell for you? Yeah. And then we went stargazing and talked for hours and hours and hours, which is crazy because you don't talk. I do talk. You just don't talk a lot. If there's nothing I have to say, then I just don't say yeah. anything. You just don't say anything. But we talked for a really long time. And, and then I liked you. What was your first impression of me? That you were beautiful. Well, obviously. Fun. Fun. And I liked you. Right off the bat, you liked me? Yeah. Yeah. You're Did you like me? What were your first impressions of me? I thought I was doing the interview. No. Uh, my first impressions of you... I thought you were shy and I thought you were cute. I thought you were shy and I liked you. How did you. I come off the shy though? Cause you're just not, I, I don't know. You just seemed a little more like I had to push it out of you a little bit, which I still feel like I sometimes am doing. I'm trying to like, I'm pushing you to like talk. Okay. Your first impressions. My first impressions. And I I liked you. I actually was the one who then texted you or no, I didn't. I didn't even I didn't ask you for your number. Yeah, so how so you off. liked me but you didn't ask for my number? Yeah, I was too nervous. Too nervous? No, I just didn't even think about it. <laughs> I then messaged you on Tinder. I said thanks for not being a murderer or something. No, you had my number. I had your number? Yeah, you had my number. Oh, well then, I, well, then I texted you. Well, yeah, no, I did. I was like, we're going to hang out. And then we hung out, went on a date. When I, when we went to dinner, so our first date, we went to sushi. 
And then we went and we went fake engagement ring shopping, which was my idea. That is so out of character for you. What was your thought when I said, let's go do this? Were you like, this girl's nuts? No. No? No. You were there for it? I mean, it wouldn't have been my first choice of activities. But you you didn't think I was nuts? No, I didn't think it was weird, which is weird because it's kind of weird. It is very weird. And we did it all the time. We went to multiple places throughout our yeah dating later on though yeah when we were like a little more serious yeah so we dated for three months and then you said i love you did you know you wanted to marry me when you said that um i could have <laughs> for people who don't know you at all and they're listening to this podcast and they might think that you just don't want to be here at all. I do know I want to be here. Okay. So were you in love with me? I was in love with you. And did you want to did marry I, me? I, I don't know when. I can't pinpoint exactly the moment in time when I wanted to marry you. But yes, I wanted to marry you. Oh, you can't pinpoint it? I can pinpoint when I wanted to marry you. When was it? It was... When I went, it was honestly, I knew I wanted to marry you when I knew I loved you. They like were the same thing for me. And it was 4th of July. I had gone to nanny and I didn't have any phone service. And when I left, we kind of left on like an awkward spot. That's right. Now I remember because we went to Lagoon. We went to Lagoon. And I had planned... I had planned to ask you to be my girlfriend. Wait, I didn't know this. Yeah, you do. No, I didn't. I had planned to ask you to be my girlfriend that night. But we were at Lagoon all day, and it was hot. Yeah. And then we went back to your house. Back to my house. And you just fell asleep. I fell asleep. And I was like, oh, well. Well, because I had made a comment. I had said something like, I don't know if... I have That's feelings right. for you as strongly as like past guys. I don't know. I don't know if like it'll get better. I like, I was very confused in my feelings because I knew I was falling fast and I was getting scared because I was 19 and I knew this it was in Utah. It's like, oh, you get married once you're in love. And I was like, is that, am I ready for that? Am I ready for marriage? And so I kind of self sabotaged a little bit. And when I fell asleep, you that left. Is right. I left. You left I me left. while I was sleeping. Well, you fell asleep. Yeah, but you didn't even kiss. What? You were like pissed. You left. I it wasn't was, pissed. But like you didn't even say kiss me goodbye or anything. Well, you, you were asleep. Left. Well, yeah. Wake me up. I tr- No, I tried. I know I tried. Okay. I tried. No, because. Yes, I did. No, because then you left but your wallet. I left my wallet. And that's and the only I reason got, you came I back. I got, I was driving away and I said, freak, I left my wallet and I went back and your dad was sitting on the porch, and I was like, I'm sorry, I left my wallet. Can I go grab it? And then I went and grabbed my wallet. And I woke up. And I can't remember exactly how we ended that night. I'm sure we ended, like, fine, like, kiss. I'm sure whatever. it was fine. But it, it was kind of like an awkward, like, we'll see what happens when you get back from your 4th of July thing. Because I had no service where I was. Yeah, I remember that. 
And See, now it's all coming back. It's all coming. It's all coming back. Not that I don't care. It's, it's that coming. I don't remember. Yeah, that's the thing. I care very much. For I pe- care very deeply. For people listening, Caleb just doesn't have the best memory. And he's also very sarcastic. And if you were in the room and you could see his face and his personality, it would make more sense. But listening, you might be a little confused. He does He does care, you guys. He cares tremendously. Isn't that More right? than you'll ever know. More than anyone will ever know. But no, I was in Idaho and I had no service. And I remember I when I was driving to Idaho, the, the mother that I was nannying for the family, we were talking about you. And she was like, oh, do you think you'll marry him? And I was like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. And then we were there and I never missed someone so much. I was terrified that you were going to like kiss another girl or you were going to do something because I had no service. I couldn't talk to you. I cried myself to sleep on the 4th of July because I missed you so much. And the minute I had service, I texted you and I was like, I missed you so much. Can I come over? I'm going to bring a sushi. You probably don't remember that. But then, so then on the way home, I was texting you and she was like, oh, are you texting that one boy? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I think I love him. And she was like, well, that's a plot twist from the drive here to the drive back. Yeah. And I was like, no, like, I think I'm, I think I love him. And that is when I, I told her, I think, but that's when I knew I did love you. And I wanted to marry you, which sounds insane. Cause I think we had been dating for two months. Yeah. But that's, I mean. It would have been April. April, May, June. May, June. Oh, so let's see. May, June. It was three months. It was right before we said I love you then. Because we said I love you in Vegas. And when did we go to Vegas? Uh, it was the end of July with um, Maddie and Bubba. Shout out yeah, Maddie yeah. and Bubba. Um, best friends dating best friends. Best friends dating best friends obviously didn't end in our favor, but that's okay. They're both happily married to other people, so we're happy for them. But yeah, that's when I knew. That's when I knew. Yeah, that's probably about right when I knew. And then we said, I love you in Vegas. And then we got married. How would you describe our first year of marriage, babe? It was an adjustment. It was. It was was really hard. I think people don't talk about that enough. People are like, oh, honeymoon phase. You're so in love. Everything's perfect. You just... It was rough. Yeah. From your perspective, why do you think it was rough? Yeesh. I'm putting you on what the spot. What a hard-hitting spot. question. I'm putting you on the spot. Because my perspective was you were getting so into your job, into sure. real estate. You were super stressed because we, we didn't have any money. Sure. Because the real estate, I mean, the real estate you were doing is new builds. So you don't make money until they close and it takes like nine months for them to build, if that. So you were stressed and just that was consuming you. And when I married you, that wasn't a stress factor. Like you didn't have the stress of like providing. Right. And so I feel like your mindset changed and that's all you like cared about. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it probably. And I mean, I wasn't perfect either. Like, obviously, I was immature. I was 20 years old. Yeah, we were both very young. Because you were 23. We're three years apart. We're... Why are you making that face? 
We're three years apart. Yeah, we're three years apart. 1992, October. 1996. 1996, but it's January, so it's okay. three, we're three years apart. You're 30, I'm 27. That's three, That's three years. years. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a big stress for me. Just trying to, it, it was, it's a weird stage of life in that, in those, because you feel like you need to have everything figured out. Yeah. You feel like you have to have all the answers and know exactly what you're doing today, tomorrow, next week, next year, five years. And that was my number one goal. And looking back, it never should have been. But my number one goal was just to provide a life financially that I didn't have growing up. Which is so, it's so silly looking back on it now. I don't think it's silly. I when mean, I prior prioritizing it the way that I prioritized it, yeah, that was it silly. was silly. That was silly. But I think the mindset of trying to you know give yourself a better financial life because growing up seven siblings, you grew up pretty poor. No, no, not poor. Not poor. You always had everything. You had, had every you had everything you need, but you definitely. I mean, you guys only had powdered milk. We talk about it all the time at family events: the powdered milk, the locking up of the food for school lunches that the boys don't eat at all. Yeah. My mom, Katie Nana, Katie Nana is a budgeting wizard. Yeah. Cause they, they're very well off now because, because of it, because of how frugal they were, how they, how frugal they were. But that was like growing up. Cause that's the thing. It's like, I've lost my school of thought. That's okay. That's the thing is that was your mindset. But yeah, growing up like that, that was like goal number one was I just want, I want to make a million dollars. I want to, I just want to make money and that's it. And so getting married and transitioning into our own family, that was like number one in my mind was just work, work, work. Yeah. Make money. Yeah. And, and then justifying, oh, I'm providing well, so that's, that's about, yeah. now I can just go off. Yeah. And it, for me, it was really hard. And I didn't even know it was that hard until the kind of flip of the switch where it changed because I just thought, Oh yeah. Like he makes the money. So I don't need him emotionally because he makes enough money for me to buy all the things I want and the things I need. And that's good enough. Cause I also didn't grow up, you know, in a home with a lot of money either. I mean, I marrying you and we, we bought a place when we first got married and we, you know, we drove decently nice cars. I mean, that was the nicest car I'd ever driven in my life. It was a 2011 Jetta. Is that what it was? 2011? Yeah. And so I was like, I'm living this luxurious lifestyle. And so I should just be grateful. That was that was kind of where my mindset was. And that's how I felt like you kind of 
portrayed it too. It's just like, we're fine. Like we're happy enough. This is good enough. Um, and then we had kids and I feel like it changed a little bit when we had kids because you love our kids so much. I sure do. No, like I, you, there's nothing more attractive than watching you love our kids because you love them so much. And that, I think that kind of changed our marriage a little bit because then we had our own family unit. And so you cared a little bit more about family time, not as much as now, but I feel like that was kind of a tiny shift and that's when our marriage got better. Yeah. I thought our marriage, I, until now, I thought our marriage was really good when we well, had that's kids. A, yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't fight. No, we never have really fought except for that first year. No, the first year until we had kids, we fought, we would fight. Yeah. And then once I got pregnant, I don't think we've, I mean, we've had maybe like two arguments but we really don't fight, truthfully. Yeah, because I love you so much. Yeah, and I love you. But the the switch, so let's talk about it a little bit, because I've told the listeners, the trashers, my homies, I've, I've talked about how in 2021, did we decide it was 2021? No, 2022? It would have been 2021. 2021 is when it was kind of like a moment of, Something's got to change. No, it was 2022. Was it? It had to have been 22. No. Maybe it was. It was in February. Oh, yeah. It had to have been because I've only podcasted for a year. So, yeah, it was 2022. And it was like something has to change because I can't I can't do this anymore. I don't I don't want to be just the housekeeper and the mom and then like not have an emotional partner. Like I want somebody who wants to hang out with me, who wants to be with me, who thinks of me as their person. And so February we like had this moment of like, let's work on it. And you've, you've changed so much like in the best way. Like you're the guy that I dated now. Cause when I dated, you were the fun loving like you were my best friend and then we got married and you were so stressed with work i lost my best friend and then in 2022 i got him back from your perspective what made you kind of like wake up and be like i i'm kind of being a dick yeah because that's what it was well things are getting serious things are getting serious we're moving the mic now so, and I don't know that we've really talked about this. No. So, what a no. treat for the listeners. Yeah. So, I guess I just kind of threw myself into work. And I was working for the first, I mean, 2017 to 2021. I was working. So much. Six days a week, eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. Just everything into selling real estate and buying real estate and building our portfolio. And, um, it was, and I was, I started to get a, pretty burnt out. And cause it was just, it's always, and in sales, it's just, you have a good month and then you're back to zero. 
and then you have a good right. month and you're, then you're back to zero and then, and building, building our real estate portfolio. It's, it was just, let's go as fast as we can. Right. And build, build, build. And, and that was it. And then I remember getting super, super burnt out. Um, and just looking back at everything and just being like, holy smokes. Like, yeah, it's cool. But like, it's not, none of this is fulfilling. Like I don't feel good about really, really good in my heart. I don't feel like I've accomplished anything. Right. And so that's when we came to the crossroads. Right. In 2022. 2022. Where I, and, and that's, and for that whole time, it was just support my family, put everyone in a great spot. So we never have to, never have to worry about money. Um, and so that's, I like, I, I honestly thought in my heart, I honestly thought I was doing the right thing. Yeah. Like I got, well, cause we would talk about it. I mean, we would have moments where we would talk about it and you, you'd say, I'm, I'm trying. And I, I genuinely knew you were trying because that's what you thought was trying. Yeah. That's what I thought was trying. And then I realized, I don't, yeah, 2022, I realized I, 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 yeah, I just realized that I was the problem. And then once you realize that you're the problem, you can fix it. And you did. And we did. And life is great. Life is so great. I love you more than I loved you when I married you. I remember once we, the flip of the switch happened and you really started, you know, making the, the changes of being like my husband again, my best friend again. And we were laying in bed and I was just like crying because I was so sad that our whole marriage hadn't been the way it's been now. I was, I was sad and I was mad. I was mad at you because I was like, yeah, you wasted seven years of where it could have been yeah, but so it's, good. That's a tough way to look at it because I was, that's a thing. I think we just, everyone in general, I think we just need to take it easier on each other. No, totally. Because I was, I genuinely thought I was, I was just doing my best to do what I thought. Yeah. But life happens and it's funny how it works out and we learned what we learned and now we're here. Now we're here. And now we have three kids. And we have a great life. But no, because, and like I said, at the time, I didn't think our marriage was, I thought our marriage was great. And then it wasn't until the crossroads and then seeing what it is now, being like, oh my gosh. Wow. So if you're in a relationship right now and you guys are at that point where it's like something's got to change, it can. Like if you love each other, you work on it, life can be amazing. Don't you agree? Yeah, I do. And it's, yeah. Life but is funny. Life life is funny. We, we, um, we've kind of talked about real estate a little bit, just our portfolio. But a lot of people had questions about real estate. 
And the number one question was, what advice would you give to someone who's wanting to buy real estate? It's, I think if you can afford it right now, it's a, it's never been a better time to buy. And somebody asked, let me find the exact question. They said, oh, there's lots of screenshots. We got, thoughts on a HELOC. Good. Home equity line of credit. Home equity line of credit. For those who don't know. Good thing. But you can't use it to buy toys. Right. Can you use it to buy properties? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very good thing. But don't. Yeah, I would only use a HELOC to buy income generating assets. Okie dokie. I hope that answered. If I were to give you my two cents. Um, and what, what's your favorite part about real estate and your least favorite part about real estate? My favorite thing about real estate is also my least favorite thing about real estate. What is it? It's dealing, it's working with people at their most emotional point. Oh yeah. In there. It's the biggest purchase that most people are ever going to make. And so with that comes a lot of emotions and the realtors usually get the both good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, you've listened to, I've you've listened been to on the, the phone calls. You've been, listen to you've you been get in the yelled car. at. Yeah. No, it's, I couldn't do it. That's why you need golf. <laughs> That's why you need golf. But you, you are so like stable and like cool, calm and collective. Collected. Collected. I knew I got it wrong. I, that's why I said collective. Cause I knew you had corrected me forever ago saying it was collected. And in my brain, I, I, I flopped the two. You're cool, calm and collected. Those are three words to describe you. Yeah. You kind of have to be. And here, I'll help you with that. Is that better? I feel, I just feel like it's not, that's better. Is it better? Also, I talk louder. I'm a louder talker. Can you hear yourself better? Yeah, I got it. Okay, we're good. I love you. I love you. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, real estate, very good. Very good time to buy right now. Oh, people yelling at you. Oh, people yelling at me. Yeah. But also... Just the the gratitude that I get to witness people getting into their homes. Yeah. Just think about all of the memories, all the oh, good yeah. times, everything that goes on inside the home, and I get to be a you part of the part building of, of that. And that's it's very, very cool. Do you see us moving in five years? Or less. Uh, it'll all just depend. Where would you want to live? Oh, don't say places. I don't want people to know where you live. Never mind. Don't say. Don't say places. But next question. Mm. Okay, last 
last question before we, we, um, I go over all the questions maybe we didn't answer. What are your thoughts about me having a podcast? I love it. You love it? It's been, it's been very, very cool because that's, and I've told you this before, it's, it's very, it's awesome to see you have something that you're very passionate about. And even without, like, even if, even if there was no brands or no sponsors or no free packages or all of the, the community that you're building, even if it, even if it wasn't there, you would still be doing it and enjoying it. And that's, that's awesome to watch. Thanks. Because you've always, you've always just kind of been a hundred and ten percent into being a excellent mother. Thank you. But I also know how it's important to have other things like your podcast. Yeah. Like golf. Like golf. Like Call <laughs> you're, of Duty. You're comparing podcasting to golf and Call of Duty. Those are not the same things. I'm a semi professional Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Semi-professional. Semi-professional. Uh, but no, it's been it's been awesome to watch how much you enjoy doing it, and it it makes you more alive. Aww. And it's 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 been cool to be a part of. I always get nervous because you are so you're more private than me. You don't do social media. You're not that kind of person. I always get nervous that you may be embarrassed that i know only proud oh i love you thanks babe um here's a screenshot of all the questions i'm just gonna do a couple and then we'll take out trash but what are (laughs) um oh gosh you kind of already answered that one Oh, a lot of people want to know, and we don't have to talk about it. You can just say hard pass. A lot of people want to know, I'm I'm very open about my thoughts on the church and like where I stand and kind of everything. Do you align with me on that? Or are you, what are your thoughts? I, hard pass? I don't align with you, but I think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's okay too. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. But I think I think it if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. So does it does it bother you that I I swear? That I say fuck? Don't say that, Josie. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I only say it on the podcast. And people are always like, does Caleb listen to the podcast? And I'm like, I don't want you listening to the podcast. This is girls. This is girl time. Yeah, but i i I listen I listen to it enough. Yeah, but the subject matter <laughs> I don't know anything about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that is true, but I that's the thing. Like this is my safe place where it's like girl talk. I get to be how I am with my girlfriends. Would I want you to be in the room when my girlfriends are here and we're chatting and talking about crazy things? No. 
So I also, it doesn't bother me that you don't listen because I'm like, A, you're not going to like it because it's not your category of content that you want to consume, aka Kim Kardashian stuff. But I do, I download every episode and I watch every episode. I play every episode on YouTube and I like and comment and subscribe. And that is why you are a supportive king. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't embarrass you that I have a podcast. No, only proud. Only proud. And you're not on the same level as me, the church, but that's okay. And it doesn't bother you that I say the F word. No. Because I only say it here. I don't say it around our kids. I don't say it family functions. It's only girl talk that I say it. I might say it quite a bit more than you. Yeah, you say it more than me. You swear, our kids are going to learn naughty words from you, not from me. It's kind of funny now. Uh, No. It's kind of funny. No, when Bentley says stuff, I'm like, (laughs) you cannot say that. The best is when she goes, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, it's inappropriate. Yeah, it's inappropriate. But it's funny. It's funny. And and it's something I'm working on. We're all just trying our best. (laughs) Um, People want to know our roles in the home how we divide things and this has changed a lot since everything but you are very hands-on i mean you unload the dishwasher you load the dishwasher you take full responsibility of the kids in the morning so i can sleep in i mean i feel like we're very 50 50 now i mean with kids with home stuff i think i do more home stuff but yeah that's because i'm a control freak and i would tell you you were doing it wrong that's true i cannot be micromanaged yeah, no, because then it feels like I'm nagging you. I don't want to nag. Yeah. But no, I think we, I, I mean, you are the deepest sleeper, so you sleep through the night, so you don't wake up with banks, but that's okay because you get a good night's sleep, so then I don't feel bad when you're up early in the morning with Belly and Brooks. And now that Brooks can climb out of his crib, we're screwed. That's easier for me. I prefer it. You prefer it? You were so cute climbing in the crib with him. Um, what's your favorite quality about me and my favorite quality about you? My favorite quality about you is you are a glass half full type of person. You're optimistic and you're very secure in who you are. And that's my favorite thing because I'm more insecure and not optimistic. But you have the biggest heart. But I have the biggest heart and the biggest farts. No. Um, But yeah, you do have the biggest heart and you love everyone. Oh, That makes me love you. Thanks, babe. What's your thoughts on me doing Ozempic? But I'm not doing Ozempic. I'm doing Triza something. Skinny, skinny shot. That's a shot. That's a skinny shot. If you want to do it. My body, my choice. You can do it. <laughs> That's right. And I will, I support you. Do you take candid videos and photos of me with the kids? No, you do not, but you should. I'm Sometimes re- I do. I'm really good at it with you. I do it all the time. You should, you should start doing it more because I, I should. When I'm dead and at my funeral, they're only going to be able to pull my Instagram photos. 
We need some. Feels like there's a lot of them now. There is a lot of them, but you you know we could use some more, you know, yeah. candid photos. I can keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Uh, we will end with. Hmm. Uh, trash top a can. No, we're not doing trash top again. We're not doing trash top a can. And when I mean end, I mean end with questions. We're not done yet. Oh. What tips do you have for improving sex after a baby? I don't know. I'm not doing that. <laughs> There were multiple questions like that, but Caleb will not answer those. But I'll just tell you, just snuggle. Just snuggle. I love a good snuggle. Snuggle always leads to good things. Right, babe? (laughs) The face. The face he's making right now. Okay. So now it's time for personal trash. We can just talk about the week really quickly. I'll talk. You don't have to talk. Okay. You're talked out. I'll talk about the week. But it's sponsored by Babe Original. And if you guys know, you know that I recently got my lashes taken off and I look a little cuckoo, but my lashes are growing because I'm using Babe Lash, Babe Original's lash serum, the essential serum. It's so amazing. I've already noticed my lashes growing. I haven't put mascara on them yet because I really want them to grow before I start clunking stuff on them. But I can tell when I look in the mirror that they're getting longer because before they were stubs. So I love Babe Original because I love their lip mask and I love their brow serum, but now I am hooked onto the lash serum as well. So everybody head over to babeoriginal.com and use Weekly Trash 15 for 15% off. Thank you for helping Weekly Trash and I love you. Okay. Personal trash about my week. I went to go meet about getting the skinny shot. I'm really nervous because people say they feel like shit after and I'm really nervous. I'm going to feel like shit. And if I do, I'm going to have to stop because I have to be a mom and I can't just take a shot that's going to make me feel like garbage. That happened. I'm nervous about that. The I thought when I went, I was just going to get the medicine, but apparently they send it to you. So I still haven't gotten it. I think it'll probably come Friday, tomorrow. It's today, Thursday. Today's, yep. today's Thursday. It is Thursday. So hopefully I get it soon. I can try it, but I'm really nervous. Um, the other thing is we kind of said it, Brooks learned how to climb out of his crib. So (laughs) bedtime is a little crazy. He's so funny though. He's funny. He's so funny. Good young man. He, he's not even three yet. And he, we were trying to get him to bed and he was freaking out and he was just trying to like prolong us putting him to bed. And he was like, I have a question. (laughs) Wait guys, I have a question. And just like he talks so much, he's so funny, but he climbs out of his crib multiple times now. But you were so cute, you got in the crib with him. I I thought it was going to break, honestly. It was, it was impressive. Because I tried to get in the crib once and I heard all the like the cracking noises and I was like, eh, never mind. But you went full force. Yeah, it didn't work. He was too excited. Yeah, you went right in there. Um, So that's a new thing for us is we have a two-year-old that gets out of the crib and let's see what else happened to me this week. Oh, I really don't do anything at this phase of life. I just kind of sit on the couch holding banks 
And if I'm not holding banks, I'm with Bentley and Brooks at the gym. Those are really the only things I do. And at the gym, I can't really do much anyways, because I'm not even six weeks post-op or not post-op, postpartum. So I just do like the bare minimum and it's really boring. So life is kind of boring right now, but it's fun because it's great. we're a happy family. But yeah, I don't really do much. I don't really have much trash. We watched, oh, we watched that movie Outlaws on Netflix with Adam Devine and Nina. What's, I can't remember her last name. Not good. It was fine. No, I did not think it was a good movie. I thought the one part was funny where he's Shrek. <laughs> that part was really freaking funny but everything else i thought was really stupid yeah it was a fine movie i don't know you won't watch it again but i definitely won't watch it again um pop culture trash and we'll be quick because I, it is so past caleb's bedtime but tom brady and kim k are they together are they not together sounds like they could be um, I follow an account, Girl Boss Town, on TikTok. If you guys don't follow her, you need to. She's the best GBT stamp of approval. She predicted like six months ago that Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian would get together. And now here they are. They were spotted at a party. Somebody took a picture of them. It was the 4th of July, an all-white party. And so it's looking like they might be. But there were tons of celebrities there. There was Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck. There's a big group of people. It was the who's who of the summer. So maybe it was just coincidence that they were both there. But pictures were snapped. Pictures were snapped. Would you like if Tom Brady was with Kim Kardashian? Because Dave Portney <laughs> does not. Dave Portnoy. Portnoy. He's not He's happy. Not. He's not happy about it. Did you? Is that the same video where he calls Taylor Swift mother? Possibly. Maybe a different video. I don't know. That was the funniest thing I've ever heard, though. Yeah, he's not into it. I, I I, think if they were together, it would just be publicity. I don't think they're truly compatible for each other. I think they're both too self-absorbed. I don't know either of them, so. Well, I don't know either don't of them know. either. Just, just from, you know, watching. Like Kanye and Kim. Kanye now is kind of crazy and self-absorbed and really cares about himself a lot. And so they don't really work out anymore. So I think Tom Brady has that same, I mean, he's not crazy like Kanye, but he really, I mean, he retired and then he decided not to retire and then he lost his wife. So kind of a jerk. Yeah. Are you a Tom Brady fan? He's the greatest football player to ever play. You think? Yeah, he's a GOAT. You think he's the greatest of all time? Uh, in football, yeah. There's no there's no one really close. What about Aaron Rodgers? Best ball thrower of all time. What's the difference? Isn't Tom Brady a, a quarterback? Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. Tom Brady's won, he won seven Super Bowls. He also kisses men on the lips. Yes, that one guy, the old man that owns... What's the what was his name? Robert Kraft. Yeah, when he won the Super Bowl, and it like went viral because he kissed him on the lips. Do you remember that? Yeah. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. But yeah, they were spotted. Um, and Caleb keeps yawning, so I don't know if we can even get to the next pop culture trash. What is it? It's Jonah Hill. What happened to Jonah Hill? 
Jonah Hill got accused of emotional abuse by his ex-girlfriend. And it's a whole thing. And I think my take on it might not be very popular. I don't know. But basically, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend posted all their text messages just recently. Jonah Hill just had his baby with his new girlfriend. And his ex-girlfriend posts these screenshots of him saying kind of misogynistic, not even misogynistic, just him being insecure is what it seems like. He's very insecure. He has these boundaries with her telling her, you know, I don't want to date you if you are surfing with men, if you are a model, if you post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, if you post sexual pictures, if you have friendships with women who are unstable, like just has all these kind of crazy needs, which is fine. Like if that's something you don't want your significant other to be doing and they do it and that doesn't work for you, then yeah, break up. But she posts all of them and obviously she's not posting full context. It's just whatever kind of she wants to show. And I did not, I did not think it was that crazy. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something, but I read through all the messages over and over again. And she's basically saying that, you know, he was super toxic and that, you know, it was very emotionally abusive and all of that. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think it's pretty crazy to then post these when you guys have already broken up. They're not even crazy. And she just had a baby and she, she made it very clear that she posted these screenshots after his girlfriend had a baby because she didn't want to cause any stress. But some may argue that postpartum is more stressful than being pregnant. I think it's meaner to post them now. Shouldn't post them at all. But I don't know if you guys haven't seen the text messages, you should go look at them. It's, it's, it's wild that she, she posted these. And I get that, you know, her heart was broken and maybe Jonah isn't the best, but I just think it's really messed up to share very personal text messages between somebody all over the internet. And people are kind of hating at her, which I don't think she deserves either. Nobody should be hating her and like going after her, but her Instagram account, if you go to the comments on her photo, people are tearing her apart saying that she is taking away um, justice for real victims of emotional abuse. So it's a little, it's a little drama for you. Yeah. Sounds messy. It's a little messy, but that's it. You guys, I'm not going to keep Caleb up longer. He's a tired guy. Mommy's tired. And that was trash. How did it feel, babe? Feels great. I've cleansed my your mind, body, my mind, and soul. body, and soul. Do you feel like you took it out? We really did. We really did. Now you really do need to go take out the real garbage because that's full. But you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for meeting my husband, Kayla Van Dyke. I didn't know how this podcast would go because could be the worst episode yet. Could be the worst episode, <laughs> or it could be the best episode. You guys, you guys are the judge, but don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> But I love you and have a great weekend. And don't forget to take out your trash. Love Bye. you, Josie. Bye.